Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello, hello. Hello, happy delayed Halloween slash 1st of November. Did you do anything for Halloween? Uh, I was working late, but I decorated that's, them. That's quite scary, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it's quite scary. Yeah, I, was, I, I had a really long day yesterday because um, I'm hopefully having a, a day off at the end of the week. So I was trying to fit everything in and um, I decorated the house. Yeah. And yesterday? In front of the house, I decorated it yesterday oh, on right. Monday. So I did it. Halloween, mm. Halloween Eve, um, mm. and left some sweets on the side for Matt. And <laughs> I rang Matt. He texted me while I was coaching, and mm. I saw it like flash up, but I didn't, mm. didn't read it. Mm. And then he was in turmoil at like four fifty eight. He was like, "There's so much going on. There's so many children." Really? Um, he was like, "I need Halloween support." I was laughing my head off, and I rang him on my way home about like seven ish. Mm. And um, <laughs> he was like, "I'm not even joking, but I rode." is like the high street really? like, I was like it's like a town center I've never seen so many kids he was like I've served every kid in Lincolnshire I was like, <laughs> <laughs> we had no we had nobody that's apartment living for you you've got good good times it was good because honestly I would have I uh, it's not for me that it's not for yeah, my, my friend who lives in Manchester she messaged saying I highly recommend apartment living I was like yeah I bet it, yeah. yeah we watched them um, there's a people don't like scary stuff for some reason and we, me and Dan love it and we watched um, Uncanny it's a a BBC podcast that they've just turned into a program where they basically speak to people that have had like paranormal experiences um so that was that that was our um Halloween however we always watch Uncanny so it wasn't really any different than me any other night Matt really like he's been saying all week let's watch a horror and I'm like well if you want to go, if you want to hold my hand to go to the toilet for the rest of the week, fine. Honestly, I'm I, I am, I am embarrassing. I jump in. You're, you're normal. I never, when every time I say who likes horror, nobody, nobody. Yeah, it's not I love it. I love it. I just love it. I don't like it when I'm on my own, obviously. Um, But yeah, I just, I don't know. I love like proper ghost stories. I just, I don't know. I just mm. like it. All right. Yeah. Um, not for me. Anywho. Speaking of speaking Halloween. of Halloween, um, this is episode 121, and we wanted to, obviously, the um haunted house, but is um rife on Instagram at the minute, and I had a very long list, and I was gonna I was gonna do a post, um. So so this trend is basically like saying it's a haunted house, but, but instead of it being scary horror based themes, it's scary <laughs> it's it's scary in its own right so we're going to do the fitness edition of it's scary in its own right it's not a haunted house but it's our take on what it could be yeah it was kind of like the whole trend about um you know the fitness math boy math girl math thing happened and some of them were just they were fantastic but again I don't think I'd post them just in case yeah <laughs> yes. I, do, I do enjoy them. I saw my I friend. Enjoyed them. Oh God, I, I my, enjoyed them. Saw my friend at the weekend, and she was she drove to like we all went to Leeds, and she drove from Manchester to Leeds, and she uh, was like, "Oh yeah, I drove today rather than getting the train because, um, well, 
the the fuel for the car it's out of our joint account with her like husband so she was like so it's basically free (laughs) she was like so and then I just looked at her and I went girl math and she went yeah absolutely I, was yeah, like... I actually think that some, some of them are stupid right but some of them are, p- are completely valid like if I find a 10 pound note somewhere in a pocket and buy something with it that's free because I forgot you had it I forgot I had it and it's cash so it's not in my account yeah but I see that as free money mm-hmm. and every time I if I sell something on Vinted I also see that's free money even though I bought it one day I still see yeah. it as like extra money I saw one which was saying that <laughs> who like buy something and then they don't like it and they return it and it's almost like they've gained money because they're like they're like well well I'm, I'm I've got fifty down. I'm up fifty quid no I get that obviously that's where it kind of edges onto stupid but I I get the it's more of a um it's stories you tell yourself rather than like girl math justify, yeah just justifying it yeah yeah it's, um, it's funny. Some of them were so funny. Um, and obviously some of these haunted house things are just purely for comical purposes. Um, like I've put, I I just didn't want to post a haunted house, but it's, back, but it's just Barry's boot camp because I just feel like that's very personal. It's my idea of hell, but I know lots of people like it. Um, but that would be a haunted house for me if I went in and then there was a skeleton and then I went, went past a red velvet curtain and it was Barry's boot camp. I would be terrified. Someone who would who was auditioned for a coaching slot to then tell me to do what to do in fitness is it's up there for me. <laughs> um but yeah, I couldn't but again, personal to me. Some people love it, but it's just my own personal hell. Um Jess, what's your own personal hell? What's my own personal hell? In fitness, not in life, because I think my, I don't, my I don't own personal hell. Would probably be something like a Zumba class would be my own <laughs> personal hell. Like opening, like the curtain goes and behind it. And again, personal hell, plenty of people like Zumba. Yeah. It's, just not, it's just not for me. Um, I, I'm not, I am coordinated, but I'm not coordinated in that sense. Like in a dance, let's all dance yeah. to a rhythm. Um, yeah. And um, in just, yeah, it's just, just not for me. So yeah, a Zumba class would be, my, would be my no-no. Fair enough um yeah to- totally get that totally get that so we thought we'd go over a few that were kind of had more context behind them um that weren't just kind of being silly um so Jess do you want to hit us with the first one that you had on your list so um <laughs> we we I think we've maybe mentioned this before but my mine was a haunted house but it's a personal trainer who gives out meal plans and they're not a registered dietitian or nutri- nutritionist yeah and we've obviously gone over this and it we don't even need long on this because it's so the simplicity of it is just it's beautiful. It's like you're not allowed. The end. <laughs> the it end. is it is illegal, but also <laughs> unregulated. So therefore, people do it because no one's telling them off for doing it. Yeah, exactly. So it's, and so it's weird because we we say illegal, um, which technically, I mean, nothing would happen again because it's it's not regulated. So it's basically, I would say, it's argued that it's frowned upon because if someone caught you doing it, it's not as if you'd go to prison. Un- unethical, maybe. Uh, yes. Yeah, so it's it's completely unethical, um, because you're it's simply not what we study for. Um, I'm trying to think of an equivalent in maybe another um, another career or. Um, well, it's it's um, I. Yeah, it's maybe someone doing doing your um books accounts. or something. Yeah, accounts. Yeah, accounts. yeah, 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 yeah. 
um yeah so a lot of people that do like personal finance on instagram and tiktok they they put a disclaimer at the bottom so basically i could say um oh um investing's really helpful because this this and this but what i couldn't say is invest in this invest in this invest so i can't instruct people to tell people exactly what to invest in but i can say well, that i can tell people the benefits of investing however personal trainers can do. tell you yeah <laughs> can tell you that if you need you, if you want to do this you need to eat that it's like what Hold so, yeah second. exactly so what we could say is i mean you know if we're going to go into really simple terms what we could say is um for fat loss what uh, what you know tends to be the most known in the industry and research is that you need to be in a I feel weird even saying the sentence because I just never say it anymore but you need to be in a you know a caloric deficit energy deficit because that's just educating someone on a topic that's 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 known in the world you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna snippet that bit of the video no! post that all over social media so that you've always got that no! of, you, of you saying that <laughs> um that's your version of a haunted would, house <laughs> exactly but what would be uh so that's fine of course you can say that someone who's not a trainer can say that but what will be unethical is for me to tell someone what foods to eat to be in that deficit because that's a personal dietary advice that I am not qualified to give out so I can say I can say potatoes have fewer calories than jasmine rice I actually don't know if that's true I think it might be true but that's just a, a blanket statement so you can google that you know, that's just that's just a factual piece of information. Mm -hmm. But what I couldn't say is for you, Deborah, um, make sure you're not having that and make sure you're having that and, and have that with that because that's personal and that's a prescription. Mm -hmm. So I'm not allowed to do that by law, technically. Yeah. Again, this is why it's a haunted house because people do it all the time, constantly. Yeah. I know people that do it in my own life and I'm like, oh um and I think as well, <laughs> I think it's worth maybe mentioning like why it's so prominent within the industry like why where has it come from where personal trainers have found this need that they need to start giving out meal plans and again let's go back to what we spoke about many times before which is yeah. a lot of people's perception of what fitness is comes from the world of bodybuilding the the whole uh, transformation industry that we spoke about many times before also comes from the bodybuilding industry yeah. And in bodybuilding, you have to manipulate your food so much to yeah. get a desired aesthetic result on stage. Yeah. Like there's no two ways about it. You can't do it any different. And in that instance, you might say, well, what about the bodybuilders who aren't nutritionists? Are they allowed to? I think, yeah. no, not really. But it, it, again, it's it's almost like a it comes at its own risk if you go in into that sort yeah. of way of working. Absolutely. Because you have to remember, in, if we're talking about bodybuilding as a sport, it's it's that tough shit isn't it it's like well I don't know what you want me to say this is what you have to do just like if Jess was training for an 800 meters in like as a professional sporting pursuit and she wanted to win her coach would be like well you need to do it in two minutes um or you won't win so tough shit you need to do the work but mm -hmm. in general population or just Jess and I who are not training to be on stage or win a competition you don't have that's the whole that's the beauty of it you don't have to do anything yeah because nothing's being tested so yeah. um I think the issue is with that those kind of things being given out is that people who have purchased them or are being um prescribed 
think that it will produce a guaranteed result and that's why people love them so much yeah that's why you know what when people say oh you know if you just uh, I'm very good at taking orders if you just tell me what to do I'll do it and that's a you know you hear oh god you hear it all the time um and a lot of coaches like that because if you have an obedient client it's an easy job for the coach and obviously that's not I'm not saying that's a good thing um but that's why people love them so much because people love that thought that if I just do exactly this and exactly mm-hmm. this, I will finally get that. Where yeah. Obviously that's not and, the- and I'm sure people have gathered by now, but like mine and your approach to coaching is very much like we don't want the client to not think for themselves. No. We want the client to think for themselves because that's how you're going to have a much more positive relationship with health and fitness later down the line. Yeah. Because you've learned to make your own judgment about things. Yeah. Whereas maybe in bodybuilding, you want somebody who is going to literally hang off your every word because yeah, you need yeah, that. It's 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 a, strict, it's a strict one. It's like having a coach for a sport, like Sasha says, from a from a performance point of view. Um, but I think it's making sure that if you're not going into that industry, it, like what what do you what are you trying to get out of it because it doesn't teach any autonomy it doesn't teach any knowledge about food it doesn't Doesn't teach you anything yeah it doesn't really teach you anything so yeah I think that's um a very valid point to make yeah so that's why it's a haunted house because what's your what's your next haunted house (laughs) a haunted house but it's just top a topless man in big tesco telling me to avoid grains now so this, this is obviously is, a very recent thing because the whole supermarket thing. thing honestly the way it does my head in um, I haven't I would love to see someone doing this in a supermarket I would I would I would almost almost go I, what would be a really great thing to say to them if you saw them doing it what could you say what would you oh say? god I don't know but I would I would love it if I came up with a witty one-liner when I saw yeah, it I would I would as well there's nothing worse than I have this thing in, in in obviously because what they're basically saying is they go around supermarkets and pick up and they say that this is toxic and then this is fine or uh, one of them is, <laughs> is when they compare two completely different foods. I like, remember that Gymshark girl and I commented on it and um the comment ended up getting like hundreds and hundreds of likes because I was just like oh zero contact and it was like um instead of having I think it was like digestive biscuits or something swap it for like plain rice cakes and I was like that's the most stupid thing I've ever heard because it's not even the same food. No, no. It's, not, it, it's like when someone we are uh, know in the industry said, instead of bread, have green beans. I'm like, mate, that's not a swap. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> same then, thing. You know, I can't my, dip those in my yeah, soup. <laughs> literally, my client went, that'd be a weird, weird sandwich, wouldn't it? And I was like, <laughs> it's just so stupid. And unfortunately, yeah. it's so entitled. It's so entitled. And it's so like, oh, I just feel like there's only a certain group of people that would literally tell like families, oh, no, 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 no. Like rice is a thing mm. at the moment. And there's so I'm not going to name names, but there's someone in the industry that basically said the other day that Dan said he saw a video um, that if you have rice, it should just be a treat. And uh, oh. Jess, that was the best eye roll I've ever seen you <laughs> It was fantastic. That is the most, when I tell you, that is the most ridiculous, out of touch. Right, let's think about the world there for a second. Let's think about rice is probably the most consumed food in the world. 
Go to yeah. Nepal, they eat lentils and rice. Go to India, they eat obviously other things and rice. Go to the Far East, go to Korea, North, uh, South Korea, North Korea, probably not as much, but South Korea, Japan, China, Mongolia. Like they eat. <laughs> Imagine going to Japan and being rice like, hey, every day. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, is it your treat day? Because you, <laughs> you're eating rice with chicken. Girl, pasta. it must be your treat day because you're eating rice like that, there's no tomorrow. That kind of stuff, honestly, it, it fully like. It just annoys me because you're telling you're this naked man in Tesco telling us to avoid grains is telling us that perfectly safe foods are not safe. Now, obviously, if all you ate was rice, you'd probably be slightly undernourished in certain ways, but you you wouldn't die. I think there's just a, there's just like you say, there's just a there's a lack of awareness of like it's the same as the what I eat in a day videos of people not realizing how misguiding that they can be. So you might argue, oh, well, when I watch a what I eat in the day video, it's fine because it's actually just giving me some inspiration for what I can have for my tea. Mm -hmm. Great. If that's all you're thinking and you're stuck for recipes, but you can also find that from Google food (laughs) or like food blogs or anything. You can find it in blog. God, I sound very (laughs) naughty then. (laughs) Blogs. I love Um, blogs. Bring back blogs. Bring back blogs. (laughs) <laughs> that should be a hashtag um, <laughs> and um then he uh, yeah so it's the, it's just very misguided so then um I also think with these videos they they go in or they're like avoid this food they're the worst ones but also the oh. ones which are like here's some foods high in protein great if you've got a lot an awareness of what foods are high in protein I'm that's sure hel- that's I would say that's helpful yeah it can be helpful but one of the things I always think is a bit of an issue is like that's all that people seem to focus on. And I know you might say, well, well, a lot of people don't hit their protein intake. And obviously if people are trying to get- A lot of people do. A lot of people do. I would love to see more videos which are like, here's some foods which are really high in fiber. I would be like, bang, yeah, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Something that we're actually deficient in. Yeah, something that people don't necessarily think. Or Mm. as women, here's some foods that are great sources of iron. Yeah. Like, okay cool like like those types of things that kind of get skimmed over a little bit because they don't fit the what's trendy bill which i think at the moment is what is high in protein is a very like trendy instagram um, video to do in a supermarket yeah it neglects some of the other important topics like yeah i said like those micronutrients that people get in or actually here's some suggestions of how to get more variety of fruit and vegetables into yeah. here's what's in season here's um this goes well with this um these three things make a complete protein if you don't eat meat like there's the whole supermarket thing could be so helpful but what what the supermarket people i don't really know what to call them <laughs> supermarket, supermarket influencers yeah supermarket influencers right instead of being helpful they just want to stay on that high horse and just make you feel bad about everything it's yeah like, you should it's never like oh um like for example me and dan found out the other day um <laughs> if you put squash rice and beans together or is it squash rice and corn i can't uh one of those things then it it forms a complete protein like the same as oh, really? yeah so that's i thought it. you were, i thought you were gonna say if you mix this this and this together it tastes like absolute crap <laughs> <I was laughs> like, oh. we obviously as people know like dan dan's a great cook and he he cooks all this great food but he's very like he likes to be inventive with it so um he was cooking um like south american food and we had like rice and beans and plantain and um roasted squash and this and and, and whatever corn on the cob all that lovely stuff 
and then obviously we found out so if someone said that that's like guys did you know this is quite interesting especially if you're a vegan that this can create a, a, a full amino acid profile which is what we're looking for in animal proteins right but no it's not that it's don't eat this and yeah. then every time it is a this high food is high in protein it's all it's always a diet it's always like and it's also low in fat and zero carb it's like yeah but it's not it, yeah I don't want to see a heck chicken sausage on my Instagram page ever again like I don't want to keep yeah. <laughs> I don't get away from me with baby L lights I don't yeah oh my god baby lights do you know what? I actually like. <laughs> I actually enjoy. Baby I like bells. baby bells. I actually but do. It, I love plastic cheese. But it's it, like you say. It's those things. It's just like the category of it's like it's all circulating around diet culture and yeah, diet culture rather yeah. than like health. Yeah, move towards that. Yeah. Um it's like how a- can we get the fewest amount of calories mm-hmm. possible? And then yeah. that's when they say, oh, make sure it's 0% yogurt, which is literally like a 10 calorie difference to the full fat one and zero taste. Tastes like a fucking sour sour milk um <laughs> uh baby bell lights when a normal baby bell is probably about seven more calories it's like it, it doesn't make it, it doesn't make a difference you know what i've actually found though is that you actually struggle to get normal baby bells they're very rarely in stock but baby bell lights are always in stock in my shitty super i feel like i'm swearing loads today um in my supermarkets on my road right i've only got a mini tesco and a mini co-op and the co-op is daylight robbery it was mm. 37p for a single lime one lime that is extortion. So when I was making a lime drizzle cake, you can imagine my horror when I had to buy six. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just ridiculous. In there, you cannot buy non-fat-free yogurt. There's only 0% in, in a cult. And there's a full yogurt uh, aisle. No, no full fat. Just 0%, 0%. And I'm like, where's the normal um, yogurt? Nope. Mm-hmm can't can't buy it which is ridiculous to be honest but it just yeah. shows that why is it like that well it, it, when it, when we did put it in nobody bought it so it was a waste and i'm like ah mm. <laughs> so that's why these supermarket influencers are haunted houses because they're not actually helping anyone if anything they are demonizing everything to the point where the only safe thing for you to eat according to them is like fucking beef heart cow heart or something you know because mm-hmm. they're usually those kind of people that have no shoes on the you extreme. Know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah put some shoes on and piss off yeah honestly <laughs> you're in mm. tesco mate you're not in a cave just get on with it stop being <laughs> stop being liver king part two <laughs> literally we you saw what happened with liver king use it as inspiration to not get find something interesting to do rather than Put some speedos on. Go in Tesco's and tell people to stop eating oats because it will give you cancer. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right. was- Next one. I hope you all agree. That, that was good. Was- <laughs> that was a great one. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. A haunted house, but it's a trainer introducing a beginner to squatting with a barbell on the back. Ooh, this is a good one because, um, God, there's so much context. Like it has to have context, or it wouldn't make sense, which is always a good thing. As with most things. So you wrote it. So you, what were your thoughts behind it? So um, I always think, and that's why I think it's like the beginner. That's why it's important to get that in there. So somebody yeah. who's got very little beginner. training, age, beginner, beginner. Um, and um, it's important to meet people where they're at in our job. That gets, that's get, gets, gets say, said a lot. Oh my God, I can't even speak. Mm-hmm. Gets said a lot. Um, 
but it would be very irresponsible of us. Ima- imagine in any situation, if you didn't know anything about somebody and you just met them in the street and you were like, can you help me carry this fridge into my new apartment? And you didn't know the strength. No. You didn't know if they could handle anything. And you just were like, can you just do this for me? And you didn't ask him if they were okay or if they only had back issues or mm-hmm. if they, do you know what I mean? Like any of these things. And you just kind of threw it on them. It's the same sort of irresponsibility of just throwing somebody into a position that you don't know if they're going to be safe handling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I said int- introducing a beginner to squatting with a barbell on the back, it's probably one of the most unsafe positions yeah. for somebody new to get into. Yes. Who doesn't know how to, um, one, how to get down that low and get back up with it, with or without load to start with. Yeah. Um, you don't know if you've got the leg strength. You don't know if they fall, fall into a forward position. You don't know if they've got any back issues or um, anything like that. So for me, that's always a haunted house one because I just think, oh, like it could go wrong so easily. Oh, yeah, it could go wrong. And, yeah. and you even see experienced people mess up on, on yeah. things like that. You've got to remember as much as, the gym is a relatively safe environment when you know what you're doing and there are ways to be safe. There's um, like the machines are relatively safe and yeah. um, there's there's ways to introduce stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it also can be a dangerous place. You are moving a lot of mm-hmm. heavy loads at times. So it, you need to approach it with uh, an air of caution, just like you would anything. If you were lifting something heavy in your house, you wouldn't just like do it like randomly. You, you probably think about it a bit like, okay, how am I going to maneuver this to yeah. that place? in a way that's okay yeah yeah absolutely and I think one of the main things to think about is that when you haven't obviously again the context in this is beginner when you're a beginner you don't know how to um what's self-organize so so if I'm doing a squat a goblet squat let's use a goblet squat as like a, a pretty good one to use right if I am doing a goblet squat I look without even thinking because I've done thousands of them I'll put my feet I'll look down I'll make sure my feet because the dumbbell I can't see my feet because it's like here I'll put my feet in the right position I'll put the dumbbell in a position that I know feels best I know how low to go because I know what my depth is I know how to breathe I know how to think about where my pelvis needs to be what my core is doing am I extending like I just know that so I can just go for it no tempo I can just fuck it up just go 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 if I'd never done that before, how on earth am I going to do that? So people might be like, oh yeah, but you know, I want to squat. Fine. Have a go. But if you're going to have a go, a barbell back squat is is not the way to go. Yeah. Because most people, I can literally picture it now. Most people will put the hips back instead of down. So they'll, they'll, they'll put the bar on their back and then they'll push the hips back. And they'll overextend the neck. They'll look up. Um, a lot of them won't have the external like rotation in the shoulders to be able to even hold that bar. So a lot of them, I, I can't show you, but they're... Just like um, shove the wrists. They'll, yeah, they'll, the wrist will be forward and the fingers will be holding on to the bar. Um, they'll be chest is fully out and flared. Lower back is probably arched. Feet are usually really wide because people who... Are, people want to keep themselves safe and they're not really sure how to go will always go wide watch someone do a, bar, a deadlift for the first time and don't say anything that they, they will always put their feet wide watch someone do a dumbbell yeah. press for the first time watch give them two dumbbells and a bench press up 
yeah press up they'll always go wide watch someone do a dumbbell press they'll always put their feet wide they're trying to stabilize themselves in positions they're not quite ready for yet when really what yeah narrow narrower is is how you create tension you can't create tension wide it's 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 impossible you can't push through anything um so if it was a complete beginner it would it's just it's it's not it it's not idiotic but it's just the wrong tool for the job it's just yeah. wrong. it's just it, if you know what you're doing it's just not something that you would do it, it wouldn't even if I had a beginner in it wouldn't it's not like I think oh should we do blah 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 but it wouldn't even be in my head it'd be like well, obviously not get them on the leg press can they can they even create force through the legs yet yeah yeah that's it and I think it, as well it's it's um it's understanding that it might be a, a goal for a client yeah. to get the barbell because it is quite a um uh if when you think of training and things like that it's probably like up there with the oh yeah that's that's where I want to be I want to be able to move a lot of load which yeah is and some people are so are good at, so good at it some but people are so good at it it's a progression isn't it it's yeah. a, it's it's making sure that you can um walk before you can run basically yeah. like you you need to do it step by step to get there um because otherwise it does come with risk and can put people off mm-hmm. ever to go back to that as well yeah. it doesn't feel right and it once you've created that little seed in someone's head where they're like oh that felt nasty it's like mm, you know probably not going to be encouraged to go back there anytime soon whereas if you're building up to that and we're like oh, okay so okay we're gonna we're gonna do some we're gonna do some um uh, uh like uh, front rack squats today on the barbell because i know mm. you can lift 20 kg with a goblet mm-hmm. now quite comfortably yeah so 20 so, on the bar so i yeah so barbell 20 so um i also know that you you, you can shift a lot of power through your legs because we've mm-hmm. incorporated the leg press recently yeah so we're going to go up to that um, and try it and we're going to see how we feel i've got a, a client who i've been doing it with recently um and one of the things that we've been just working on is her elbow mobility so we've been putting straps on the bar oh um, yeah being able to get into that position but a squat's amazing a squat looks exactly the, as good as it did yeah. with the goblet squat as it does with the barbell and she's reassured that she can get up and get down in yes. a comfortable position yeah there you go and also we obviously we sometimes you just have to go back to the principle of motor control is first you need to do it slow and light and loads of times to develop the motor control to actually be able to do it. So I've got a client who, um, uh, she loves power cleans, right? But she's a new client of mine and she wanted power cleans in a program. Am I just going to program power cleans? Mm. No, no, because I, I need to see. So she might be amazing at power cleans, right? She might put them and she might be amazing. Right. But because she's, hasn't got years of doing power cleans I'm just gonna want to see her deadlift first can mm-hmm. a, a Romanian deadlift um can you do that for a, a good weight really nicely under tempo if I see that video and I'm like whoo sweet yeah. I probably say I probably in the warm-up um in a week or well probably a bit longer than that um barbell only power cleans show me that you can do 10 really nice ones. Mm-hmm. And then if I look and the form's not quite how, because remember a power clean is like, it's an advanced movement, right? Olympic lift, yeah. Yeah, it's Olympic, yeah. And I think people, people, oh no, it's not advanced. You know, anyone can do it. It's like, yeah, but it is an Olympic lift. So <laughs> we have to kind of give it some credit. Um, 
and yeah with a barbell it's fine but you know it's a hip hinge you have to hip extend the hips you need to have a good front rank position um so for me it's I want to make sure it's own it's her training is in my best interest I want it to be great so I can't just randomly just give her every two minutes three power cleans at 50 kilos because it would just yeah. be like what it doesn't it doesn't make sense because I haven't taken her through yeah what I it's like it's like you say like what does it what does it look like to start with so you you might get a client who um mm. and we say beginner um maybe you do get someone by chance who literally is just very good at squatting that they, they, they yeah oh yeah I've had people on. that I'm like you were you came out of the womb ready ready to squat yeah because some people are just very like yeah very quaddy and just like can you can short just leg take it away. just go for it yeah but you still but you still as a beginner you still wouldn't start them on a barbell back squat and even if no. a client came to us and they were an intermediate Sasha and I would still want to see what like I want to see it squat, I still want to see what your goblet squat looks like before I start introducing absolutely because it's my because she's hired me and it's my job to look after her fitness right so I want to see it even if she'd done CrossFit for 10 years, right? So a lot of power, I still want to see it. Yeah. Because it would be, because that's my job. It's my job to to look at it and see, could it be better? Do we maybe need to go back a few steps? Are you literally just ready to go? But I need to see it. Yeah. So yeah, it, and I think unfortunately, you know, I do empathize because a lot of coaches come into the industry and they they'll put a bar on someone's back and squat because they're just told that that's what people should be doing squatting yeah um, and I've seen obviously we both work in gyms and I've seen some um and I just think you know what give me five minutes with her <laughs> give me just five honestly just five minutes um and obviously I don't because it's you know it's not it's none of my business literally it's none of my business but as I always say to you Jess like I can't not notice it mm-hmm. it'd be like put, putting it get put a chef in a kitchen and tell them not to sit, look at what they're doing. Like it, it's, it's so ingrained. natural. For, you have to yeah. look just like yeah. it, when Dan reads my emails, he, ha- he reads it. He has to, he can't not think about like edits and stuff because it's, it's literally what he does. So it's not me being like, Oh, everyone's doing it wrong. I'm doing it right. It's like, it, it's impossible for me not to think of, Oh, what would I do? in that scenario I can't not do it it's ingrained in my head yeah 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 so can you do a squat can you produce force through the legs can you get a good a solid enough knee bend um can you have your torso not completely upright because it will will literally never be unless you're like some crazy uh weightlifter (laughs) Um, but can you get it at least at the same kind of angle as your as your legs, right? And um, and just get them strong. Just mm-hmm. and if and if they just want strong legs, pick the pick the best thing for the job. It's it's yeah, probably yeah. not a back squat. It probably yeah. isn't. Um, I think the the overriding message of that is it, it, it applies for back squats, but it applies for everything. It's like yeah, not, not t- try like I said earlier, not trying to run before you can walk. Yeah. So not, jumping on a barbell bench press before you've like you've got a really nice flat bench with some dumbbells like do you know what I mean like just again all all those different types of things and it is just making sure that you 
they're in a good position before you yeah. jump onto the next thing. Exactly. It's like because you only have to come back. Exactly. Exactly. So we're just trying to save you time. Um, but it's the same as like with glute training and stuff. I just think find two or three exercises that you really like that are glutey, right? And just literally just do them until you until you're so strong at them and just eat more food. Like it it's the simplicity of it. Um is it's quite simple. Mm-hmm. I did an exercise on what day is it today, Wednesday on Monday that I haven't done well I've done it before but I did it in a certain way and um the glute doms yesterday were ridiculous and I just did not expect it and it was a it was a a step up variation so I know that say I use that because I do uh, lunges and those get me Mm. like glutes so if I just did those two or three times a week and ate loads of food I'd have a I'd have a big big old bum um, <laughs> I feel like you in my head then I felt like you were gonna say a big old dumpy That's I was all gonna I'm say like. bunda but it's a big you? old whatever but you know a lot of people when they try and diet their way to to a big bum which is not a thing and it's like hip thrust it's like yeah okay but do you, do you want to set up that bar two or three times a week because I fucking don't <laughs> um you know it's a lot of admin when really you could just grab you know there's, there's easier ways to do it um, mm-hmm. and there's easier ways to grow big legs you can, if you want bigger legs or more toned legs or whatever it's like leg extension we said this on a recent podcast because a, a coach messaged me and said oh my god thank you for saying leg extension like leg extension leg curl leg press hack squat goblet mm-hmm. squat there's so many there's so many that you can load a lot more mm-hmm. than that yeah right what's your last one a haunted house, but it's just a coach, <laughs> a coach saying calorie deficit in 10,000 steps to any client, no matter what the goal is. That is a haunted house. That is a jump scare. It's a jump scare. It's, ah, uh, and it's really tough because I'm, I'm not saying that either are wrong, but I'm saying that in coaching, it's just like, it's a, such a blanket prescription. It's so random. It's like, it literally yeah. is it's so it's random. It's just... What I, makes me mad, though, is, is, is you, like you just said, it's in coaching. It's not coaching, though, is it? No, it's not. It's, in, it, it's, it's not coaching. It's not coaching at all. It's not coaching at all. An insult to coaching. Yeah. It's, no, Honestly, it's instructing. Yeah, even, I would even say it's not even that because it's <laughs> because it's so generic. It's so generic. The num- That number is generic um calorie deficit is just you know again it's a blanket prescription Generic. but the issue is because the, but the it's become so yeah the industry has placed so much importance on those two things that you know I've had people I've had calls with and that that's just what they assume that they're going to get and I just go honestly you could just google that mm-hmm. you can and I won't be offended but there's no point if you paying me to tell you that you j- honestly just google it I gave, I've given people um, websites to get macros off millions of times just to show how, how that's just ripping someone off. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. regardless of the goal, I had, um, I rem- oh yeah, I remember I did a, a, a reel. This must've been ages ago because it's been a reel. <laughs> and I was talking about blanket prescriptions and this girl messaged me. She was young. I think she was about 22, 23. And 
her sport was badminton, right? And she wanted to be strong because she was actually really good. And she thought, oh, you know, I might be able to get somewhere with this. And she'd worked with someone before and she said that they gave her 10,000 steps and a, and a calorie goal. And I was like, what? I was like, what did you tell them? Oh, I wanted to progress in my sport. And I'm like, that proper, like, what? That's yeah. mental to me. Because, and then I said to her, because obviously she, she had messaged me um, from the reel. I was super honest. I just said, unfortunately, some people, that's all they know how to do. And they see yeah. you as a potential client and that's all they know. So they think, oh, okay, well, I'll just, I give it, you know, that's just how it works. I'm like, no, that's not how, that's how what works. That's how what, what works. When really. Your, your system. It, your system, which is not your system because you can Google it. It's not a system if you can just get yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's almost like that's all they know. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, it's like, the, these are the, these are the, um, the, the, the buzzword of, um, we spoke about before, which she gives you the ick, which is this is my onboarding process. Fuck, a onboarding. client comes to me, I give them the steps, I give them the, mac- I give them the macros, they go through this system, they do this, they do this, they do this. It's like, cool, okay. But how are they, how is how is client A unique to client B? Well, mm. they're not. They get the same thing. Oh, how is it unique? Oh no, no well they are unique because they get different. Oh, one uh, of them's macros got sixteen hundred calories. One of them's got seventeen hundred. <laughs> It's um, like that that's not different. Exactly. When okay, so say she came to me. Now this was ages ago. So let's just say she came to me. I wouldn't even those those two things wouldn't even cross my mind. I'd get her doing like kind of GPP stuff, like general physical mm-hmm. preparation, like I'd like um cardio stuff, strength stuff, plyos. Um mm-hmm. I just get her stronger and fitter. So that's relevant. Relevant. Yeah, uh, calorie deficit. Relevant to Completely Relevant to what she wants to achieve. Exactly, but there's no, I wouldn't, you know, the sport-specific training is, you know, it's this, doing the sport will make you better at the sport, but being stronger and fitter will all, well, fitter definitely in, in the sport of badminton. She wants to be strong to a certain... I'll always. But doing a triple bodyweight deadlift is, you know, it won't help her in a sport, really. It'll just be quite random and also a lot of hard work to get there for no real real benefit um but you know getting her mm-hmm. she's young and she's not done strength training before so you could literally just give her anything and she'd be you know she'd get pretty strong pretty quickly um and ten thousand steps for someone who wants to get better at badminton is quite literally um ridiculous um and calorie deficit to a 23 so, so, year old it's so counter. It's literally it's so counterproductive. I was trying to be nice then, but I've decided against that. It's 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 completely ridiculous. It's 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 thick. It's dumb. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> it annoys me um, because this girl was looking for help. That's what annoys me. It's, it's not it's me fair. being like it, it annoys me because she will then think that about our industry. You know, and she's put her money, she's only young, remember, mm. she's put her money into somebody who has just completely ignored everything that she said and just given her whatever. So that's what, that's why I get like heated about it. Cause I'm like, this girl, she would have been such a good client as well. She cares about her sport. She wants to learn. Um, she's ready to go. Um, 
she'd enjoy training you could have plenty of variety in there um her training would be so fun and she'd get so much benefit from it and she Mm. probably would improve in her sport um but instead she wasted however many months on she even had pictures she was sending her coach pictures and she wanted and she wanted to just be better at badminton honestly and that's why yeah haunted house because of poor poor girls like that who just, house, wanted, like, who, who just wanted some help from an industry that was that has a duty yeah. to help her people like her and we failed her that girl and i'm sure there's yeah she was one of god hundreds thousands unfortunately mm-hmm. um, i think that's it as well and 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 the the I don't know the the less it's about coaching the more like generic type of template templated workouts and prescriptions it's like like you say it's not it's not even instructing I don't know how to describe it it's almost like you're it's the it's when we spoke about before it's the transactional the transformational coaching and when we say transformational we don't mean the photos of transformations we mean as in it's transactional as in you pay someone some money for mm-hmm. a product that they've probably mass produced where mm-hmm. they go steps, macros, workouts that everybody else gets. Yeah. Maybe if you're lucky, it might be like there's more, there's more upper body for this person. Yeah. There's more lower body for yeah. this person. There's but a dumbbell say. version there. There's a gym version there. That's, that's it. Just say it's that. Just say that's what it is. Just yeah. Say. So there's that. So and then on the opposite side of it is transformational coaching yeah yeah exactly when it's, you actually um, want it to is, help it is, it is it is simple but you don't know you don't know until you no no yeah. of course and obviously you don't know it's very easy like further in i don't yeah do you and it's very easy for jess and i to be like guys this is silly but you know i didn't know when i first started jess didn't know we didn't know no i didn't either no so it's not yeah. like it's not like you if you don't know this you know you need to learn more it's just when you do know and you see it happening to to people who buy into something that was never even designed for them really um it's hard to watch and it's hard to watch it continue to happen even all these years later when we know when really blanket prescriptions it should say that that's exactly what it is and if it if it was and people still wanted to buy it then that's none of my business none of our business but the fact is that people don't mm-hmm. think that that's what they're buying because really if if you did think that it was that you probably wouldn't do it that's where the frustrating things come. Just yeah. be honest. Just be honest with what you're, and that you know, there's certain rules that that um, even like I didn't know this, but <laughs> it's completely off topic. But in America, you don't have to tell, you don't have to put the fabric composition on the website. You don't have to. Oh, so you can. So, for example, there could be a coat, and it could just say, um wall blend coat but it's not because in america you can just do that there's no repercussion but in the uk you have to put this percentage of this this percentage of this and it has to be correct but in america you can just say whatever you want and then it's like it's plastic and and as yeah and as we mentioned as we mentioned before as well because the fitness industry is like unregulated i don't think in our lifetime we will see it get clamped down on unfortunately mm. in any way shape or form like as 
as it needs to be so yeah. as a consumer we need to go in it with like our eyes wide yeah. open like, take the power okay, back what, what am i yeah investing in what am i doing exactly take honestly yeah. take, I, I always encourage the client to be like look you're interviewing someone here this is an interview you're gonna hire someone that someone is your coach yeah. what do you want to know don't think that they're the authority and they can just mm-hmm. do, you know, oh, they're, you know, they know everything and I don't know anything. They can help me ask questions, ask it. Just like if that was yeah. me and I went in and I said, Hey, you're, this coat said it was wool and it's not. They'd be like, Oh, well, it's up to me to ask. They, they're, they're not doing anything wrong. But yeah. I have the power yeah. as a consumer to not purchase that coat that's made out of plastic. You see what I mean? So it's like, it's up to me, unfortunately, because people are going to get away with what they can get away with. There's been a lot of talk about certain influences in their companies and uh, being unethical or whatever. It's up to us to just not buy into it. And once we know and we have that education. Mm -hmm. um, So, yeah. Yeah. Then we can can go forward with it. Yeah. Cool. Good. Good chat. Okay. Good chat. Right. Thanks very we much. We shall guys. see you all this week. And thanks for the love as always. Thank you so much. And we'll see Goodbye. you. Bye. Bye.